Greetings and welcome to Farther Along, a weekly offering from the Wrestling with Theology podcast to strengthen your devotion through a series of devotions based on Luther's small catechism. We'll take a few moments each week to reflect upon what God has given us to believe, teach, and confess through his humble servant, Martin Luther. Today's devotion follows the order of Matins found on page 219 in the Lutheran Service Book. Matins is a traditional morning service that the church has used in daily devotions for centuries. It focuses the mind upon the beginning of the day that the Lord has made. May the word of God that will be shared in this devotion richly bless you through the word incarnate, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the
Today's small catechism reading is the second commandment. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. Today's large catechism reading comes from the Ten Commandments, paragraphs 51 through 56. If someone now asks, how do you understand the second commandment, or what is meant by taking God's name in vain or misusing God's name, answer briefly in this way. It means misusing God's name when we call upon the Lord God, no matter how, in order to deceive or do wrong of any kind. Therefore, this commandment makes this point. God's name must not be appealed to falsely or taken upon the lips while the heart knows well enough or should know that the truth of the matter is different. This is what happens when people who take oaths in court where one side lies against the other. For God's name cannot be misused worse than for the support of falsehood and deceit. Let this remain the exact German and simplest meaning of this commandment. From this, everyone can easily see when and in how many ways God's name is misused, although it is impossible to list all of its misuses. But to explain this in a few words, all misuse of the divine name happens first in worldly business and in matters that concern money, possessions, and honor. This applies publicly in court, in the market, or wherever else people make false oaths in God's name or pledge their souls in any matter. This is especially common in marriage affairs, where two go and secretly get engaged to one another and afterward break the engagement. But the greatest abuse occurs in spiritual matters. These have to do with conscience when false preachers rise up and offer their lying vanities as God's word. Look, all this is dressing up oneself with God's name or making a pretty show or claiming to be right. This is true whether it happens in common, worldly business, or in higher refined matters of faith and doctrine. Blasphemers also belong with the liars. I mean not just the ordinary blasphemers, well known to everyone, who disgrace God's name without fear. These are not for us to discipline, but for the hangman. I also mean those who publicly disgrace the truth and God's word and hand it over to the devil. There is now no need to speak about this further. Here then, let us learn and take to heart the great importance of this commandment. Then with all diligence we may guard against and dread every misuse of the holy name as the greatest sin that can be committed outwardly. For to lie and to deceive is in itself a great sin. But such a sin gets even worse when we try to justify our lie and seek to confirm it by calling on God's name and using his name as a cloak for shame, so that from a single lie a double lie results. No, many lies. Today's reading from the Holy Scripture is from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 23, verses 1 through 8. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who care for my people. You have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for your evil deeds, declares the Lord. Then I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will set shepherds over them who will care for them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall any be missing, declares the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when they shall no longer say, As the Lord lives, who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the north country, and out of all the countries where he had driven them. Then they shall dwell in their own land. Today's commentary on the scriptures comes from... 
Theodoret of Seir's commentary on Jeremiah. These things were fulfilled according to the type in the case of Zerubbabel and Jeshua, the son of Josadak. However, this prophecy was not altogether fulfilled, for many would rise up against them, not only their neighbors, but also later on the Macedonians and finally the Romans. But the prophecy proclaims the everlasting nature of grace. Therefore it is clear that these things were not fulfilled during their lifetimes, but during the lifetimes of the apostles, for they alone had the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Jews shamelessly endeavor to apply this to Zerubbabel, but they need to understand that he was no king, just a popular leader, and he was not called Josadak. Neither is the meaning of the name appropriate to him, the word meaning the Lord our righteousness, or in the Syriac rendering, Lord make us righteous, neither of which applies to Zerubbabel. Since, however, he was a type of Christ the Lord and brought back the captives from Babylon to Judah, just as the Lord transferred those enslaved by the devil to truth, anyone applying this to him in the manner of a type would do nothing beyond reason. It is necessary that we understand, however, that it is the Lord Jesus Christ, a descendant of David according to the flesh, who is proclaimed by the prophets as the righteous dawn, the righteous king, and the Lord of righteousness. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your
Today's office hymn is The Great Redeemer. How I love the Great Redeemer, who is doing so much for me. With what joy I tell the story of the love that makes men free. Till my earthly life is ended, I will sing, I will sing songs, above, songs above and beside the crystal sea. More and more my soul shall be praising Jesus and his love. He is everything to me, to me. He is, he is everything, everything to, me, to me, and everything, everything shall always be. Always be. I, will I will never cease to raise, to raise a song of gladness in His grace. Here and in the world above, my soul shall sing of saving love. Life and light and joy is He, the precious friend who died for me. He has purchased my redemption, rolled my burden of sin away, and is walking on beside me, growing dearer day by day. That is why I sing His praises. That is why. That is why joy is mine. Joy is mine. That is why forevermore, on the everlasting shore, I shall sing of love divine. He is everything to me, to me. He is, he is everything, everything to, me, to me, and everything, and everything shall always be. Always be. I, will I will never cease to raise, to raise a song of, song of gladness in His praise. Here and here and in the world above, my soul shall, soul shall sing of saving love. Life and life and joy is He, the precious, precious friend who died, for, who died me. for me. Glory be to Him forever, endless praises to Christ the Lamb. He has filled my life with sunshine, He has made me what I am. Oh, that everyone should know Him, oh, that all, oh, that all would trust his love of the mighty friend above and be his forevermore he is everything to me to me he is, he is everything to me to me and everything, everything shall always be. always be i will i will never cease to raise, to raise a song of love Life and life and joy is He, the precious, precious friend who died for, died me. for me. Oh Lord, hear my prayer and let my cry come to you. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. 
Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit